0: Hey, how's it going? Welcome into the PFI College Football Show. Michael McQueen from Pro Football Ireland here. Delighted to welcome you to a new feature of Pro Football Ireland. Yes, we've got NFL content with the domestic content. Delighted to launch college football content and not just content that's happening around the NFL draft, which takes place at the end of this month in April, content that you're going to see throughout the off-season and leading into the year itself, this massive season of college football. More about that in a second. Uh, really happy to have not just this... Platform, but to also bring in some great talent from Ireland to to talk about college football. We've got uh, a couple of Northerners and a lad from Kerry here. So, first off, um, we are delighted to welcome Dara Cargren. Dara, how's the form?
1: I'm great, Michael. uh, Thanks for having me on. This is going to be a a big project that we're taking on. So, uh, you know, it makes a lot of sense to start this up now. It's a growing game at the minute in Ireland, and we've got the draft coming up. It's going to be a big year ahead for us.
0: Absolutely, uh, and obviously, thanks, Steve, for coming on as well. And know are you doing an awful lot of work around the game itself. So uh, I'm, I'm delighted to have you on board, uh, Conal. Uh, Conal Digan. I, I keep, and this is the thing I was saying to Conal about, like you know, people in North say Conal. So if I do say Conal, Conal, do not be offended. But uh, Conal, it's it's a pleasure to have you on. It's great, great to have a lad from Kerry on. There's a good few footballers down there, so uh, we'll definitely have a bit of crack this year.
2: Yeah, hopefully now. Um, sure. You know, like, pleasure to be here, obviously, you know, like, been watching American football for ages, and then getting into college recently, like, it's, it's it's just, it's really a whole different game compared to the NFL, realistically, so it's kind of, it's a new thing to really look at, but I'm really looking forward to it, that's for sure.
0: Brilliant! And joining us on the line, uh from well, he's from Armagh originally, but he's somewhere in England apparently. Michael Lavery. If you follow NFL content on your Twitter, you'll you'll have seen some of Michael's work. Michael, um, great to have you on board, sir. How is the phone line? doing? Yes. good.
3: Just, just about. Thanks very much for having me on. Yes, I'm in, in Derby here in the middle of England. Uh so it's a bit it's, it's a far cry from Armagh, but delighted to be on.
0: You sound like you're on that talkback Nolan show just with a phone line. So I, I love it. And I'm, lo- I'm looking forward to hearing your uh, analysis throughout these first few shows. Uh, j- just for the people that are listening to this podcast, obviously, thanks so much. If you're listening to this on the the normal PFI RSS feed, there's also an RSS feed for this. It's called uh, PFI College Football. So check it out. That's going to be the one that we're using going forward, obviously both now, but that that will be the main RSS feed post the NFL draft. And th- the reason that this is such a big deal is that we're, we're going to launch this today with our initial introduction episode, and we're going to have episodes... Um, in in podcast format and on reels and shorts up until the NFL draft, which is on April the 27th. And then from that, we're going to have content throughout the summer. But then whenever we get to week zero throughout the season, until the end of December slash start of January, we're going to have a weekly broadcast previewing some of the top matchups in college football in the U S and hopefully we're also going to have a look at the game in Dublin, which is Notre Dame against Navy. Uh, in week zero, I think August the twenty sixth as well. But we should be live from Dublin that week, and and it'll be this team. This is a team that we're, that, we're, that that are going to be uh, joining us, and it's 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 an honour, lads. I guess starting with yourself, Dara. Um, people know that I'm a Broncos fan, right? And I like I, I want to go around quickly and find out like who your college team is, who your NFL team is. I'm not going to lie, right? I went to a Buffs game three years ago. I've got the photographic evidence to prove it both inside and outside the stadium and it's just by chance now that the head coach is coach prime so i am a buffaloes fan i've got a buffaloes jumper and a coat and a jacket i am gonna put it out in this podcast i'm gonna do whatever i can commercially to get us boys to that nebraska game against colorado week one and if it doesn't happen we're gonna go next year and do like a bar stool type show but um, tell us who's your Who's your college team? I I know you're a big Packers fan, but don't say Wisconsin. Surely it's not Wisconsin, is it?
1: And I could have gone with the basic choice of uh, of Wisconsin, just the way you did with Colorado. Obviously, that's a team we're going to be talking about a lot this upcoming season with Dion and everything he's brought over there. Um, for me, I I have floated around a couple of teams. You know, I am a big Notre Dame fan, obviously just because of the name. They're the fighting Irish. It's the most obvious name for anyone in Ireland. But uh, other teams, I am a big Penn State fan. Um, they've been a team that I've followed really a long time ever since I first got into the sport there's teams that sort of come through you know, I, it's, I don't like to call it bandwagon because that's just not fair, but like Tennessee last year were a really, really hot team at the time, you know, similar to obviously LSU in 2019, these teams come through, they really uh, they just seem like the trendy, cool team at the time and it's nice to vote for or to, to root for them to pull off some upsets as the season goes along
0: Conal, I I heard a rumor that you support a very good NFL team. What what's your college focus as well? Well, I mean, I I'd say you take the
2: very good of the NFL team part. Maybe if we're talking like twenty years ago, or maybe eight years ago. Um, but yeah, no, I I'd, I'd be a Broncos fan. But I think to be honest, my favorite um actual college team would probably be the one that Dara should be supporting, and that's probably Wisconsin. I'd be a bit privy to them I think just because like growing up like kind of one of the first NFL players I knew was uh, T or JJ Watt and he was kind of my favorite player for a good while and I was like where did he go oh he's from Wisconsin oh he went to Wisconsin and I think like his story actually in college is extremely interesting because I believe he started at like Eastern Michigan or, or something like that as a tight end then came as a walk-on uh, to to Wisconsin so it's just you know just kind of became this whole thing and they have a good head new head coach now as well in Luke Fickle who used to be head coach at Cincinnati and obviously got them to the college football playoff uh, just a year before so uh, you know a decent team to be supporting anyway that's for sure
0: Michael Lavery, apparently, rumor has it, is a big Seattle Seahawks fan. Michael, I've genuinely never asked you this. Do you watch college football? Do you have a team? Or, are, you know, obviously, because of this podcast, are you now jumping on a bandwagon and, and supporting a team? Or who is it for you?
3: Uh, well, yes, in, in the big leagues, it is the Seahawks. But I, I would say I'm sort of on and off, just a bit like Dara said, on the college football bandwagon, back and forth. Um, I would say if I had to pick a team, it would be Penn State myself. Uh, I went to see them versus UCF in Croke Park in 2014, and the amount of fans that they brought over and the atmosphere that they generated um, was just unbelievable, so I always sort of kept an eye on them, and they have uh, each year, they have their whiteout game, which is just everybody in the stands, dressed and white, and the atmosphere, again, was just electric, so, so I always sort of kept an eye on them, and yeah, the, the, the good teams throughout the years, sort of keep, you know get your attention and whatever else, but I, I'm very keen to sort of throw myself first into, into getting to know all the teams and what it's all about
0: yeah I think I think that's a really important point as well I think anybody listening to this it, if you're an NFL fan college football is a different beast it's it's on way many more days of the week like obviously mostly on the Saturday some of the games are on late for us you've obviously got games that are on very late in the West Coast you're so many colleges so it's I think the thing that we're going to try from the start, just to be honest, is we can't cover everything here. And I think when we get to like week zero, week one to 10 or whatever, we're going to maybe try and focus on some of the main games or main storylines of the season. So so what will happen is we'll have a podcast coming out in audio format towards the end of the week on a Thursday, overlooking that. And then we'll have our video format going out towards the weekend, most likely on a Friday night or Saturday morning. And that's the plan for the season. But we aim to give you as much content as possible. And I would argue... Or, you know, really suggest if you're a fan of college football, uh, do get involved. You can get us on social media anywhere at NFL Ireland. And if, if there's anything you'd like us to focus on or if you believe that there's a team uh, that we should be focusing on more, do not be afraid to let us know. Uh, hit me up as well. Hit any of these lads up on Twitter. And uh, honestly, wrecker heads because we will happily do it and, and happily make the show around you. So uh, obviously looking forward to discussing many different topics around the NFL draft and lads before we look at that on separate episodes I'd be really interested to hear generally your thoughts of not just the growth of I guess the game itself American football in Ireland but obviously the growth of college football I mean Dara you've got you know A situation last year where you've got Northwestern against Nebraska and the Aviva, and it turned into be a hell of a game, big comeback, big upset. Northwestern didn't win a game since, and they still haven't had the time of this recording, to be fair to them. We'll we'll see what happens this year. Um, It's a really cool time because we're, you know, and I, I look, there's going to be people that are listening to this that are not just from Ireland, but from the UK and Europe. We have the luxury of being where we are on this island where we can just fly over to an NFL game in London, but then we've also almost got this college thing now. We've got Notre Dame Navy coming over in a few months, and then we've also got a game uh, in 2024. It's it's a really interesting time to be a fan, and I I don't think we're that far off personally from there potentially being other games here. I, like if, for example maybe, maybe the NFL, but you could see college football expand over Europe as well.
1: Yeah, I mean the the, the expansion is very clear year on year. You see, um, you could call Dublin the international headquarters, I suppose, of college football outside of America. Uh, you couldn't have asked for a better game last year. I mean, uh, I remember I was in the in the crowd for the game. We were on the uh, obviously the fans come over from America and Nebraska had filled out an entire side of the stadium, and Northwestern filled out the other side of the stadium. So I originally went to the game rooting for Nebraska because they're a story. Uh, program, very historic program in in the sport. But as the game progressed, you kind of side with your side of the stadium. And I was on the Northwestern side. And you, you it's funny how it was almost like it to a WWE, like double like double turn, uh, Bret Hart Stone Cold sort of thing. <laughs> Where we actually ended up cheered for Northwestern just as the game uh reached the conclusion. So you know it's a it's it's that kind of thing there, the fan engagement that there's been um it's it's grown year on year. And this game North or Northern versus Navy is just going to be set to probably be the biggest game we've had so far in Ireland so very excited
0: for it. Connell uh, tickets are like hand thief at the minute and I'm sure we'll do whatever, just whatever we can do to be at the game but uh, it's it's been great crack just get it grow over the last few years.
2: Yeah like even you know we mean I went with one of my friends to the game last year and um, you know we bought the tickets and whatever and we ended up just sitting next to literally a Nebraska fan, two Nebraska fans, married couple sat next to us. My right ear by the end of the game was gone. He was screaming and shouting the entire game, and he goes to he goes to me and my friends like, "Do you guys not shout uh, <laughs> when you're watching football or any or soccer or anything like that?" And we we're like, "Not like this anyway." But it, it was really really good, and like you know, more even going into that game, didn't really know who I wanted to win. You know, I knew kind of Nebraska were like, you know, historically a, a very big team, and Northwestern weren't really that. But you know, their are running back Evan Hull, um, who's actually a draft prospect, he put on he had an amazing performance that day, and I remember coming out with that, and I was like, never heard of him, but you know, he made he made my day basically. And then you know, even you know, we're seeing a lot more Irish NFL players, or at least guys who are. Kind of getting into that college level, you know, even twenty minutes away from me is is where um, Daniel or not Daniel David Shanahan's from. He's from Castle Island. I'm from Tralee, so he's only twenty minutes away from me, and you know he has like a kind of Gaelic football rugby background as well. So it, there's there's definitely a a pathway, and even James McCourt last year he made a practice squad for the for the Jaguars uh, just late in in practice so unfortunately he got cut but he could be making his return hopefully
0: next year it's funny you mentioned about David Shanahan and was literally texting him earlier on about something else, but I said, I was telling him about this podcast and he, he said he'd be delighted to come on. So I know I, I can just mention you're in Connell and, he, and he'll definitely come on. So that, that's, that's fantastic. So um, good to hear who knows we could, you know, obviously depending on his year of eligibility, you, you could see him playing Dublin at some point. I, I know it would mean a lot to him if that, if that happens. So we'll see Michael. Um, I wasn't at the game in Croker. What was that like and how impressed have you been? Because I mean, I I know you haven't just been a fan, but you've been, um, you know, like all these lads on this podcast, you, you've been trying to work to grow the game here. So you must be very proud of where it's at at the minute.
3: Yeah, it's come a long way. I mean, that game in Crook Park, it's coming on nine years ago this summer. And even back then, it was just absolutely electric. As I said, Penn State brought thousands of fans over. Um, it was the year after Black Bottles had just left UCF so they were still in a bit of a quarterback limbo trying to get back to a better place than what they were the season before Um, but the the fans were amazing and then it it almost went the reverse way at half time there was Harlan Sevens and the amazement and the shock on the Americans faces when they were watching that sport was just amazing so to, to be able to share a bit of our culture with a bit of their culture was just fantastic. And um, you yeah, had to see where it is now, you know, again this year, again next year. Uh, you mentioned there, you know, tickets being at a premium. It just goes to show the, the growth of the sport is, is trending in the right direction.
0: Yeah, it's, it's going to be really, really good. And we obviously hope to see, I guess, as many people as possible from this island and the, the UK and Europe at this game in Notre Dame. In August, I, I would stress, even if you don't have a ticket, come over and there's going to be stuff going on uh, that whole week. Hoping to do something on the Saturday morning. We'll see if anybody here can or- can, can organise a tailgate, maybe at the back of a boot or something. I'm joking. Stay tuned. There'll be stuff to come on that. We're, we're really, really excited for that weekend. And do you know what? I, we're like, what, four, four months away. It, it will fly in. And at least that weekend... Dublin is centre stage, and then obviously we've got three London games in the NFL, a couple of games in Germany as well. So it's going to be a good year, but obviously look, looking forward to focusing on, on this college element of it. What we're going to do, um, just to wrap this initial podcast actually, but what we're going to do on this RSS and this network in the build-up to the NFL draft is we're going to look at each position base in separate different podcasts. But what I want to do before we start is, lads, give us your best NFL draft moment or a moment that you've really enjoyed throughout the years. Now I'm putting I know I know I'm putting you in the spot here, but the one for me was when the Eagles um I think the Eagles were Super Bowl champions and former kicker David Akers came out and went absolutely mental on the Cowboys fans and obviously the world champs. I remember I was actually sitting I think I was sitting in a bar watching this and I was just in bits laughing at it. It was 10 out of 10 funny but there's so many there are so many good draft moments, and this is what I love about the NFL draft because we go from the state of flux of like two and a half months of there's been no football. And then suddenly for like this space of a month, you're back involved and then it dies down a bit again. and um, Dara, you're a young buck, but do you have any, you know, favorite draft moments over the last few years? Maybe this year could be one where the Packers trade away Aaron Rogers on draft night. I'm joking. <laughs> That I mean, like, look, b- by the time this podcast goes out, that could be done. To be fair,
1: I'm still checking notifications on my phone every second. Michael, just <laughs> I, might ha- I might have to make an early exit here. Um, look, the uh, for me, obviously, as you say, I'm a young book, I don't, I don't remember you know the days of Eli getting traded and or John Elway or any, any of that crap, but um, I would say a, a bit of a weird or a unique one was a the COVID draft in 2020 when we had a, the different backgrounds and you got an insight into the home of just about every GM and coach in the NFL. It was well, You'll never see it like it again. We're already back to, you know, the corporate handshakes in a big conference room in a fancy facility somewhere. But to see, you know, you had a Cliff Kingsbury in his big villain mansion and uh, Bill Belichick's dog, uh, Andy Reid uh, was in a... Hawaiian shirt at <laughs> this balcony and um, you had Jerry Jones on a yacht it was you'll never see it like it again it was it was really pure um that was one of the more fun drafts obviously he had Goodell in there as well as he uh down in his chair more and more as he had to announce every pick so you, you're never going to see it like that again um if you wanted to go over a, a particular pick I would say Jordan Love in that draft for me personally that was a a moment that you know we'll we'll really get the outcome of that this year it'll be interesting to see how that all develops but yeah that was a really fun draft overall
0: that was a weird draft and it's funny because like um you're bang on like it just it seems like so long ago now but at the time i remember we had nothing else to be at so i was literally sitting watching every pick every like i mean obviously you try to but like even like the later picture like really tuned in going there's nothing else to be at here because we were literally in standstill (laughs) yes um I'm going to call everyone on this podcast a young book because I, I, I'm 32 years of age, right? So I'm just going to put it out there now and say, like, I am the oldest in this podcast by a long shot. It's not a bad thing. I still consider myself very young. Uh, Conal, please, please tell me you're at least five years just within that gap. And also, what's your favorite draft moment, sir?
2: I mean, I kind of was looking back at the draft moments. Like, you know, there's there's been some good stuff that I've happened. I mean, the Laramie Tunsil whole... Situation with the with the with the bong photo coming out just before the draft. I mean that was kind of like a crazy moment. I remember I wasn't even watching the NFL draft then. It was just the season I started watching, and I just remember watching the highlights of that on the YouTube channel. And I was like, "What's he after doing?" And I look it up after. I'm like, "Oh, geez, that's what he's after doing." But then, like, you kind of go back a couple of years and you have you know the Aaron Rodgers uh, Alex Smith draft where. You know, Aaron Rodgers falls to the pick 24, I believe, and he's in the green room, and they just, like, keep the camera on him the whole time, and he's just, he's sitting there. You see him getting a little bit more angry as every pick <laughs> trickles down to towards him, and finally the Packers pick him, which is honestly probably one of the most surprising teams to pick him considering they had Brett Favre at the moment, but they made the right decision, so, you know, he... Really
0: not for that. And I mean, I guess Dara was probably happy about it as well. I'd say so. Like, I mean, like I, I know I was putting you in the spot as well, especially if we're gonna go back a long time ago. I I think for me, Michael, like my first memory of the draft in terms of like players being selected has to be that Miller Cam Newton draft like that got I'm starting to show my age a little bit now going back a bit. Um Surely as a Seahawks fan Michael you've got many favorite memories in the draft so so many favorite memories and maybe outside of that also
3: Yeah well it can be a bit of a lottery sometimes you never know what pick Charles you know devised um you know sometimes the year we drafted Jordan Brooks with a first a uh, first round pick even though 99% of people had a third round grade on him uh from a Seahawks point of view probably the entire 2012 draft was a highlight uh, the amount of pieces we've got on defence we've got Russell Wilson which has obviously sored badly over the past year or so but Dora mentioned it there earlier uh, probably the funniest is that 2004 saga with uh, Eli Manning Phil Rivers um, just such a debacle and You know, wasting draft picks and then having to trade them away—it's comical. And then, probably a bit more recently, a quote that'll always stick with me, just because of how preposterous it was and how false it turned out to be, was uh, Josh Rosen getting traded by the Cardinals at tenth overall, and then there was nine mistakes made in front of him. And I don't think I ever remember him playing—you know—more than three or four games in a full season. So, uh, you know, he didn't really live up to his hype, which is which I always find a bit funny.
0: I love it, boys. I, I I have to say I I I love some of the examples, and I, I I'm looking forward to once we get the positional things out of the way and say we get like to like the 24th of April. I can't wait to hear your bold predictions because I, I think something serious is going to happen this year. Like I'm talking like ten times bigger than what happened to AJ Brown last year and and all that situation. I I think we could have a massive massive trade. This is why when we get to that point, I wonder when the Bears are going to make that decision I wonder when there's going to be certain elements that just fall into place I think this year is really the unexpected year in a lot of positions so that's why I'm really really looking forward to it um, so for anybody listening on this RSS feed we're going to go through each position uh, between now and the NFL draft there'll be a new podcast dropping every other couple of days so if you literally just subscribe if you can follow us uh, if you can leave us a rating on Apple or maybe give us a follow on Spotify or you know I, I, I'm I, not hip or young I don't know how you leave a review on Spotify if somebody can give us a star or whatever on Spotify that would be incredible it puts food on the table so thanks a million Um, and yeah like there's also going to be giveaways for NFL draft caps coming up over the next few weeks as well so check that out at NFL Ireland I will drop the social information for all these lads and myself below as well and uh, thanks a million I'll chat to you soon